The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, my name is Kurt and welcome back to Farlands or Bust. This... Woof, there it is. This is episode 772, 772, as that's sometimes spoken in real words. Episode 700, whoops, 72 of Far Lands or Busts. There's Wolfie. Here we are. Let's secure the last episode's tidy hole. Ooh, it's like a little tiny pyramid. Perfect. Let's grab Wolfie. Let's get rid of some... Uranus materials in our inventory. <gasps> oh, what gracious luck tidings are upon us for this episode. I nearly dang near choked to death. Wolfie, right away, right away. Pink sheep, pink sheep. Pink sheep. Pink sheep. Look at his pink sheep. Right next to the, the hidey hole. I think this is the first time we've gotten an immediate, no delays, pink sheep. <laughs> oh man, that's unfortunate because I'm not streaming this right now. I decided to record this episode without streaming. Uh, so this pink sheep is just for you, YouTube. This is just for you, YouTube and podcast listeners, but you can't see it, can you? You can't see the dang pink sheep if you listen to the podcast. Boy, howdy. Well, ain't that uh, a, a, a bushel of bananas right there? I think I gotta put down a sign. I'm not shearing the pink sheep. That was That was the previous season's uh, situation. Actually, two seasons ago. That's not how you make a sign, Kurt. Wow! Amazing. And here I thought I wouldn't have anything to talk about. Pink sheep. Oh! Exclamation point! Exclamation point, I say! Oh, there's... I, I put one too many eyes, so that's a shame. Uh, pink sheep, episode 772. On Saturday, February 22nd, 2020. So it's 2020, 0220. <laughs> ah. Right at the start. Right at the start. Right at start. Right at start. You did it, Pink Sheep. You've truly done it. You are uh, an inspiration to us all. Well, that's a heck of a way to start an episode. Good luck for us. This is these, these are these are fantastic tidings as we continue west. Farewell, pink sheep of immediate start of the episode nest. Farewell, indeed. I'll let your 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 white sheep friend keep his wool as well. Magical, absolutely magical. Hello. You know what else is magical? Charity, fundraising at farlandsabus.com where we've raised currently 669 nice dollars for PAWS, the Progressive Animal Welfare Society here in Seattle. 
I don't know that they've rescued or rehabilitated any pink sheep, but potentially sheep. I, actually, I don't. I, I gotta be honest. I don't know that they deal with farm animals. There's another uh, uh, rescue that works with like farm animals uh, that I've visited once before, uh, a little bit further up north, called Posados. They've got llamas, alpacas, a lot of goats, chickens, cows, um, more goats, uh, and dogs, and dogs, and cats. They also do the dog and cat thing. But uh, I went up there for an event one time because they did before I got Juno from Paws. Uh, before I adopted Juno, I was looking for cattle dogs, and they did rescue like five cattle dogs from a uh, abusive breeding situation. Uh, so I, that's how I heard about Posados, um, but they're much further up north and a little bit more specialized in the in the farm animal rehabilitation. Pigs, pigs was the other thing they had. A bunch of pigs uh, and horses. Um, ooh. But uh, but yeah. Anyway, pink sheep. I got distracted by that pink sheep. Go to farlandsandbus.com to donate to Paws Charity, helping uh, connect cats and dogs with loving families like my own. That's where Juno came from, and that's where Juno is. Uh, as well as caring for and rehabilitating sick, injured, and orphaned wild animals. Farlandsabus.com, like I said, is where you can do that. Much appreciated. Much appreciated indeed. It's also, there's a link to the Farlands or Bust shirt store, which is now even more than Farlands or Bust. I mentioned in the last episode, we put up the uh, Transformers shirt, Kurt J shirt, uh, and I just created a Corolla shirt for the yellow Corolla. Like, the yellow Corolla was obviously in a Transformer on the Transformer shirt, but this one is a little bit more of a subtle retro Corolla classic shirt for you to enjoy, and they're currently on sale. I don't know if they're going to still be on sale by the time this episode goes up, but uh, yeah, farlinesofbus.com is where you can find all that stuff. You can also look at the FAQs to get all your cues FA'd, uh, including what what's the deal with this with this jitter. It hasn't increased. It sure seems like it has, doesn't it? But it hasn't. We're still at two texture pixels off uh, as far as the uh, floating point precision error goes. There's some... There's some uh, guesstimates about when we will round out the next rolling uh, decimal point off of that uh, floating point precision error. Um, could be a, a handful of episodes, but uh, we'll see. We sure certainly couldn't ask for any more than a pink sheep in this episode, right? Indeed. So, <clears throat> how's it going? <laughs> Got very distracted. Uh, guess what? I'm moving again. Uh, you guys might have already known that, probably already known that, but the fact that I stream on Twitch and people are like, you're moving again, makes me, leads me to believe that perhaps that's not the case. Uh, I'm moving again, not this time across the country, just across town. Uh, I'm currently on the north side of Seattle, moving to the south side, uh, in with the girlfriend. So that's a lot that's going on, um, and I've not been frequently making Farlands or Bust episodes, or, or streaming like I would like to. 
because uh, there's a lot to do. A lot of packing up. I, just today I was working on the garage, and that's a lot to pack up. Got bins full of old car parts. I still have a couple. I have a... Anybody interested in an SVX window regulator assembly? Broken, but it's a complete. Uh, or a right front fender. I still have the SVX fender. It's like I'm collecting trophies <laughs> of my cars. I also have a box full of old Corolla parts and also its original grill that I swapped out for a more uh, different model grill. Which I don't know, I'm thinking of swapping back. But anyway, that's that's neither here nor there. But yeah, it's just, it's reached the point of packing where up until now I've been very methodical and organized. Like here, this box is kitchen stuff. This is bathroom or, or bedroom or, or clothes stuff. This is all my linens or whatever. Now it's just like wherever there's space, uh, just throw stuff together. Car parts and towels? Sure, why not? <laughs> uh, so that's a little bit stressful for somebody who's normally keeps quite organized. Um, and yeah, it's quick approaching. So this is definitely and absolutely going to be the last Farlands Bust episode until after the move. Uh, you also, as a, as, a, as a YouTuber and a streamer, get uh, a little bit nervous about that because the internet has been working here mostly fine and it's going from Comcast to Comcast. But you never know. You never know. It's into an older house. Um, the girlfriend has never complained of significant outages, but then again, she's also not streaming, uploading continually. Can you pay? Does anybody here have any information as a Comcast customer? Can you, like, pay them for more upload speed? Because around here, they've, they've limited it all to 10. T 10 up. It used to be, like one-tenth of your download speed, so if you had 300 down, you would get 30 up. They stopped doing that a couple years ago here, where now it's 300 down, 10 up. Uh, 100 down, 10 up. That, that's, that's what they do. Could I, like, bribe them? <laughs> Could I say, hey, I'll pay you an extra $10 a month if you give me 30 up, or 50 up, or let's see how far I can push them. Because uh, it's just a, it's not, it's not a, obviously it's not a, uh, it's not a, uh, a technical problem, since previously they were able to provide with much faster upload speeds. Uh, they just have a little keyboard input, a little limiter that they choose, uh, and say, no, no, 10 is all you need. And they never advertise. And every time I've ever chatted or talked to any sort of Comcast representative, not only is that just a horrible experience in general, but they never know. You ask them what the upload is, and they're like, what's upload? What's up, dog? Um, so I'm not looking forward to that. But I mean, at the very worst, we'll have exactly what we have here. And uh, hopefully it's uh, just as uh, tolerable. <laughs> uh, so that's always a worry when moving. But uh, anyway, let's build an elevated hidey hole here. And I'll, I'll tell you what else I'm worrying about about moving in the morning. I, I, I said in the morning too quick. I wasn't ready. Hold on. I gotta, gotta put the bed down. And also light a torch. There we go. In the morning. And a moveness. And a moveness. I'm sorry. Does that tree not have a wood trunk? Is that a dirt tree? Or is this a, a, a trick of perspective? That just looks like that's a dirt tree. Dirt. 
it has evolved to become a tree. Oh, wait, no, I think it's a... Okay, it's a perspective situation. Although, pretty close. That's pretty close. That's about as small of a nubbin of a trunk as you could have as a tree. And believe me, I know about trunk size. What? So, continuing on. Yeah, moving. <laughs> oh, man. The thing that's getting to me now is all the last-minute stuff I have to do. I gotta make phone calls. I hate having to cancel my accounts, like utilities, trash pickup, Comcast, um, electric, water, you know, all those things. Having to say, I'm this is a rental and I'm moving out of here, please stop charging me on this date. Um, so that's annoying. Today I went through and switched all my addresses on like my credit cards and woo, liquid hot lava and uh, you know accounts and, and things. Well that sheep was momentarily pink but because damage. Because much damage. Look at those wolves over there. You, you dumb sheep. Here, let me let me show you for that. Non-pinkitude. Um, so that's nerve-wracking, I suppose. Um, and I just hate making phone calls, but I need to do it. Um, like, otherwise, I'm pretty well ahead of the game here. It was very easy, because for the past month or so, every weekend I've been driving a, a Subaru full of boxes and things down there to drop off. So really, the hopefully, the last stuff to bring is the big stuff. Uh, you know, like Corolla bumpers and SVX fenders, <laughs> but also furniture, bed, desk, computers. Ah, well, thank. Computer uh, desks and and computer stuff and whatever. And then I also got to like clean everything. Got to clean stuff, and I'm pretty sure I'm about ninety nine percent sure that they're not going to be. Ooh, I almost made a bunch of trapdoors. They're not going to be renting this place again. They're probably going to sell it. Um, and there's a whole thing where my the property management company changed uh, hands in the last year. So I just hope that goes smooth. Which it often doesn't. Uh, although I've never had a problem. I've never had a problem with that previously. What are you looking at, Juno? You're freaking me out. It's like you hear something. <laughs> I'm currently being robbed. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, what else is going on? So yeah, that's all. That's all stuff. And actually, along those similar lines, Philip, with their donation to pause at farlandsorbus.com, had a question. Thinking of a big positive change or choice you've made in your life, what led up to that decision? How has it been beneficial? How do you imagine your life would have been without it? Well, there are a lot of big decisions that I've made. Uh, some that I haven't, didn't make. Or maybe I, I, I should have been more... What's the word? Decisive on? Critical on? Um, decisions that were made for me, perhaps. Um, not necessarily for me, that doesn't... I suppose is unfair to the other parties, but uh, things like moving across the country, moving from Chicago to Phoenix, wouldn't have been my first choice to have done that at the time. I enjoyed living in Phoenix, don't get me wrong, 
uh, and it was someplace that I thought would be neat to live, but timing perhaps wasn't great, um, and it, it led to uh, a lot of things happening uh, at the end of that uh, tenure in Phoenix uh, that a lot of people don't know about, but uh, just stuff. <laughs> just a lot of stuff. Um, so, yeah. There's those kinds of decisions. Obviously, like the one, and I've talked about this many times before, the one major, it wasn't even major at the time, but decision that ended up being major that I made for myself is like, I'm going to try this YouTube video game Let's Play thing, and I'm going to start with Minecraft. I'm going to buy a headset with a microphone. I'm going to purchase a commercial copy of Fraps. I'm not going to choose a more interesting and anonymous YouTube username because there's no way I'm actually going to get known or popular. <laughs> um, so that was a big decision, and obviously that has completely changed my life. Completely. In, in multiple magnitudes. Um, not only this Far Lancer bus thing and, you know, the, the tangible things like a Guinness World Record and the little silver play button from YouTube and... Uh, actually having a job that is this um, that I could say actually you know a lot of people don't end up in a field that they majored in college or whatever but I do feel like my major in college very much applies to what I'm doing graphic design video audio design uh, some internet stuff the the web stuff I kind of taught myself self-taught but uh um, so yeah, I do feel like it it definitely went along with uh, most of the stuff I learned uh, in college. Uh, a lot of it is just trial and error, learning myself, uh, asking asking other people how things work. Um, being self-employed was never really thought of an option. It was never, I suppose, introduced or offered as an option. Through all of my childhood, growing up, middle school, high school, when you're supposed to choose what you want to do, what you want to be, it was it was always, and that just might be because I'm from middle class anywhere USA, that you're just kind of brought up and trained to be a worker, a worker, a a a you know subservient worker, non-managerial worker bee, um, that you know drones away. <laughs> Uh, and, and provides value to a larger corporation and management. Um, so yeah, that's definitely something I never... Yeah, it was just wasn't like, a, oh, I guess I could just, like, you know, make money myself. Certainly, YouTube wasn't even a thing uh, going through school and college or whatever, so even the option of it would even not made any sense. Um, but just the concept in and of itself. Um, I suppose more on topic to what I was talking about moving before. It's a, it's a pretty big decision to move in with the girlfriend or, in the royal sense, a significant other. Um, this is only the second time I'll be doing this. Um, and the first time didn't go so well. I mean, it lasted a while, but it didn't end so well. And it was... I consider a a slow and direct result, not direct result, but uh, exacerbated by 
moving in with someone that neither of us, you know, we were both young and neither of us had figured out how to live with ourselves. <laughs> and I think that's very important. And I think in this situation, that's what's different, is that the both of us have lived with other people, but also have learned to live with ourselves and on our own, um, both financially, logistically, but also maybe emotionally is very important. Uh, so that's why I feel a lot more confident about this. Um, and I mean, honestly, we've been every weekend traveling either to each other's homes or whatever to spend time together. So it's as if we already do kind of only we, we live together on the weekends already. We have joint custody of each other. <laughs> oh, that's that's a funny way to put it. And I did. I put it that way and it was funny. Laugh. Um, so, yeah, it already feels. Uh, like a like a like a foregone conclusion. I suppose the only uh, hesitations on my part are the animals uh, getting along or not getting along at all. The neighborhood. It's it. If on my own, it wouldn't be a place I would choose to live. Uh, it's an older older house as well, so it's certainly missing a lot of the comforts that I tend to take for granted, or not even take for granted, but that I, I I certainly, in my current place, could have spent a lot less money on a lot less comfortable of a place, but I've instead chosen some comforts, because I like to be comfortable. I constantly, I spend all my time at home. Um, so that's a, a bit of a trade-off, and not so much a worry as it's like, well, we'll see how I adapt and adjust, and certainly there's things I can do uh, to make that better and things that the girlfriend is is doing uh, to make that better because she understands that and there's a lot of just understanding of these things I think uh, which makes a big difference um, so yeah I mean it's a sort of uh, uh, it, it feels like I said already like we've been living together every weekend for the last year or so a little less than a year now um, so I'm not too worried about that aspect of it, but it's also, we'll see uh, how this, this works out. And uh, I don't anticipate it not working out, but also just, it's, it's, it's a learning experience. Like even the stuff I did bring over there, like pots and pans and whatever, uh, she's like, well, put them wherever you want. I don't, I don't have a specific place to put anything. And I'm like, well, I kind of have to be living here before I decide where the stuff goes, because I'm going to be like, well, that's an inconvenient place, let's move it. Okay, well, that's inconvenient too, let's move, you know. So, yeah. Check back with me on, on how I find it beneficial in my life. Let's go to sleep! And awakeness. And a zombie-ness. Indeed, so yeah, I don't... I don't ever, as you know, if you follow me for any length of time, I don't get, I don't, I suppose, open that, I don't open that window to my online persona, um, whether, you know, relationship-wise uh, stuff. Um, I mean, I'm probably, I mean, there's, I, I, I feel like uh, in the year 2020, uh, on the internet and certainly with the audience that we have 
the community, let, let's call it a community now, uh, the community we've curated, I feel like it's a lot less of a problem than, say, perhaps it used to be. And there's still problems, obviously, in these days, but um, I might, in the coming year or something like that, be a little bit more open about that stuff. I mean, heck, there's so many people we know uh, who, who are already open about that sort of stuff, you know, like Goods uh, definitely talked at length uh, about his... Holy floating island! Is that completely floating? Ah, <sighs> that's the biggest, tallest floating situation we've ever seen. Wow. Sorry, this is a fantastic episode, Wolfie. Pink sheep. Uh, 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 a, a tree without a stump. And a and a, a just a massive, beefy floaty boy up there. This is amazing. Uh, that and 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 Aurelian is is very upfront and posting things about her upcoming marriage. Oh no, Wolfie, look back! Ha! Oh no, over here! Oh, you dingus! Oh, you dingleberry! There we go! Ha! No! Ha! I got it! All right. Amazing. Now, this will be a place for an F3 monument, my friends. I mean, never going to be, but that'd be crazy. It'd be very deadly, too. Uh, so, yeah, I might, you know, maybe the girlfriend will eventually get a name. <laughs> Although, she chose the girlfriend. I'm like, what do I call you or refer to you? Not oh, the girlfriend. Okay. <laughs> capital T, capital G. Um, this whole place is pretty magical over here. Uh, so maybe that, maybe there will be pictures showing up on Instagram or, or videos, or maybe I'll even have her come on stream. She's shown interest in things like GeoGuessr and the weird, unusual games I've played. Uh, she definitely wants to try out the racing wheel and stuff, so that'd be funny and, and interesting, I feel like. Uh, or not, I don't know, might change my mind on that. Um, uh, so... So yeah, I don't... I don't uh, know where I was going with that, <laughs> but I was answering that question uh, from Philip. Indeed. Speaking of moving house, Cone Dodger also donated with a question and asks, Does the idea of owning a house someone died in bother you? It does not bother me, and nor do I care to even know if someone has, but when buying a house, people were adamant about making sure I found out if someone died there. Did someone die? In the place you're now living, Cone? Is that why you ask? Um... I suppose not. Does it make it cheaper to live there? <laughs> um... I mean... You're not, like, sleeping in the bed they died in. Hopefully, or whatever. And also, hopefully, it wasn't like they died of asbestos poisoning. You know, that's kind of important to know when purchasing or moving into a new home. They died by being crushed under the roof because it was improperly installed and not load-bearing. Um, I don't, I guess not. I guess I don't mind. Um, but, but, so, yeah. I, I guess I care more about the the house itself <laughs> than than the uh, that 
aspect of it the the, the, the previous and you know i i have uh i've known people uh i know people who are just weird about living in a like they they feel much more comfortable living in a house that nobody's lived in before so like buying a pre-owned house a used house um there's even people who feel that way about used cars. Um, not even people, you know, doesn't say people died here, but... Gah, careful, Buffy! Um, so yeah, there's all sorts of things. I mean, as long as they cleaned up afterwards, right? That's, that's kind of my litmus test. Is that the correct use of that word, that phrase? Um... Oh yeah, no. I, I I don't know. I don't know why people were hassling you. Nobody hassled me when I was moving about that I should find a place that hasn't had this the stink of death <laughs> in the walls. Um, I mean, particularly because I don't believe in ghosts. That makes no difference. Um, so yeah, no. I don't. Uh, I don't think that matters at all to me. I don't think that matters at all, Cone. This whole place! Look at this! There's so much... Look at... Oh, man. Don't you miss this terrain generation? Like, just this randomly popped up. And it's telling us something. There's a, there's a Morse code on the side. Crazy. Um, finally, Dwebster. Dwebster? Dwebster. With their donation to pause at farlandsorbus.com asks, if you were running for president of these, these here specifically, these specific United States, who would you choose as your running mate? Assume laws regarding age and nationality requirements do not apply. Juno. Because dogs should be able to vote. <laughs> I think dogs should vote. <laughs> um, I don't believe I would ever run for president. That is not... That is not my jam. But... I, 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 I don't even like... having the attention on me, like, at a birthday party. I don't think I'm going to be the take the attention of a country. Thank you very much. Um, I have no idea. I mean, this is obviously a very timely question, I suppose you could say. But uh, I don't... Like, that's... Even as a kid, I don't... You know, like, I want to be president of the United States. Um, I don't... I, that, I don't think that... I was like, I want to be a baseball player. Or Air Force pilot, or a writer, or something. It was never. I never wanted to be president. Um, not to say you know. It's not to say I don't care. Obviously, who is president or or what they do. Obviously, but yeah, that's just that thought has never even hypothetically crossed my mind. Uh, does it matter if they're alive? Carl Sagan? Um, yeah, no, I don't know. That's, uh, that's real, that's a, that's a real, that's a real noodle, noodle twister. 
uh, my friend. I think what a lot of people forget ooh, is that, sure, the president is important and doesn't specifically, not supposed to anyway, specifically write laws themselves or whatever. Um, and they, you know, deal with international affairs and uh, uh, alliances and allegiances and, and terms and whatever. Um, but they're also... And maybe they should have, you know, a background, a knowledge, an education, an experience in law making and enforcing. Like, legal sort of knowledge, right? If they're in charge of the executive branch of enforcing the laws of the entire country. Um, but it's also a symbolic post. It's very symbolic. Possibly above all else, at least at least um, uh, 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 like within the United States. Uh, the, it, it's supposed to be and, and has been a kind of like this is this is what a the moral standard maybe not the moral standard moral is the wrong word but the the standard you know which is why it kind of tends to be cookie cutter kind of family uh, get a dog uh, get the presidential dog sort of thing um, like this is the, the the sort of inspiration of the the code of what it is to be American. And as you can see, when uh, that code has no moral fabric or intelligence, uh, that which way the country do doth doth go. Um, so yeah, I definitely think that is something that a lot of people forget. And it's really, I, I knew, I always hated reality TV. And, and I kind of knew that I'm, I'm, I'm just saying I'm a prophet and I didn't knoff it. Let's actually get Wolfie back up to health here. He took a lot of damage. Um, I knew that like the trend of reality television was to lead to our ruin. And I feel like that, whoops, I feel like a lot of the, what is now, I mean, the, the election process and the campaign process was always a mess, but it's further and further gotten closer to, like, a reality TV thing. Um, like, how many debates do you need? Is there really, like, ooh, here's the debate with undecided voters. I don't believe them. <laughs> You've already made up your mind. Uh, get on with it. And that even further separates the office from, you know, what its truly, its true functions are, and it just becomes American Idol or whatever, uh, which uh, is really, uh, oh, buddy, it's, uh, it's real challenging <laughs> as, 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 as somebody who's just really frustrated at certain things like that. Um, but anyway, I digress. That's fine. That's not uh, any of my worries right now. I'm moving. I'm moving 
and I'm taking you all with me. So thank you very much for your patience during these these final weeks of this month, um, as well as your continued support for Far Lands or Bust and for Pause Charity over at farlandsorbust.com or directly give.pause, P-A-W-S dot org slash flob8, because this is season eight of Flob, and this has been episode 772. Thank you so much for watching. I will see you next time. And believe me, I know about trunk size. What?